Hello, everyone. Welcome to There Will Be Dungeons, the bonus episode. That's right. If you're a uh, supporter of our show over there at the site, therewillbedungeons.com, you're getting this early. If you're not, you're hearing it way later. Well, that's no fun. Be early and support us at therewillbedungeons.com. We're going to dive right in. We have John here, Bo, uh, Kyle, Kristen, myself. Who am I missing? John? Did I say John? I meant John. I'm here twice. You're here so, twice. I'm so here. I'm here twice. Yep. So nice. We added him twice. Uh, we'll now hand it over to Kristen, who has a bunch of questions since we last spoke uh, to ask during our bonus show. So, Kristen, take it away. All right. We'll do. We'll try and shotgun as many as we can, starting with on the last Q&A episode, someone wrote in to ask about family impact on your campaign. It got me thinking about Nash and Angelashi's child. If all goes well with the birth, won't this child be a half-elf like Stanley? I think that could create some really interesting moments in Nash and Stanley's buddy-cop relationship. Thoughts? Oh, feelings? Man. And I know something happened with Stanley, but assuming Stanley was still going. I completely forgot this because... Or I forgot the idea that I'm a human and she's an elf and therefore half-elf. Because I always think of Nash as some uh, something else entirely, kind of, weirdly. I know he's human, but this dragon thing has changed things about him. But physiologically, I almost think of him as his own race, like the, and there's no others like him. That's a weird way to think about your own character, but hadn't really considered it. Absolutely, we'll have a half-elf if I get back there. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming I get to see them. I mean, anyway. look, she's going to have a half-elf whether you're there or not. But good, good point. I mean, how do you feel about that, having another half-elf in the extended family there? Uh, I think it serves you right. Okay. That's just about what I deserve then. Yeah, I feel like that's some some karma coming Nash's way. You know, he's he's poked fun at Stanley for being part elf all this time, and now uh, he's going to have a child that's yep. in the same boat. That's right. I'll take it out on the bird, though, as we go forward. <laughs> I'll just give more crap to the bird. Anyway, yeah, I, Bo, any thoughts on that? I guess we hadn't really talked about it before, but yeah, it's a half elf. Nope. We'll see when we get there. All right. Or a potted plant could be either. <laughs> uh, let's not go. Hopefully not go there. I hope. I don't know. All right. So we'll see what happens with that one. And then before we get into the questions that really matter, last one for Bo. What was the angel creature the group fought in the old lab? Something you made from scratch or an already existing monster creature in d and uh, I made it from scratch. Um, I don't. Probably there's a monster stat block for angels, but I had a very specific idea in mind. It being a, a um, you know, a technological abomination. You know, you think of angel, you think of a purity of being from a, a realm where its purity of being is allowed to flourish. And then what if, you know, sci-fi humans <clears throat> in bed with demons took one of those things and bent it to its will. So it was a... Uh, I can't think of any examples of trying to make a Terminator angel. I just think that mashup was interesting to me. Why would you take a human and try to replicate it with machine where you could, you know, use machinery with an angel? That seems like a very powerful thing to control. But I think it never got off the ground and the remnants of this experiment were, were left in the Cetus or Cheetahs. Cool. And now on to the questions that we have been bombarded with. Are you dead? <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, Indeed. are you? Are you? Because I don't even know the answer to this. Yeah, Stanley's dead. Okay. And Hope is dead. 
Like you really are dead. Yeah. Okay. Because Bo Bo did something tonight, which people will have heard by now. So this isn't spoiling anything because you're getting this. You're getting it after that. After tonight's episode, Bo said something about how the corpses don't even smell yet, which made me think there's something screwy going on where they're being preserved. Oh, there's no corpse. Oh, there's no corpse. So I tried my best to explain it. Don't mind elaborating here. It's not secret knowledge, but you know, you have a soul that soul goes somewhere, you know, whether it's the shadow fell, whether it's the realm, uh, heaven, uh, there's a name for heaven uh, and, and, or if it's going to hell, yeah, Bytopia, I believe, or maybe it's not Bytopia, but your soul will go somewhere in the afterlife. But if it doesn't, and that itself is called a petitioner. Uh, but if it doesn't make it uh, to where it needs to be, it exists where it does. And so what you're looking at is sort of this physical manifestation of the souls of uh, Hope and St- Stanley. Now, you guys know because you made a deal with Katobal Praith that those souls are bound for the weir but they've been interrupted for whatever reason and are with you guys for the moment. Okay. All right. That answers that. All right, then to everyone, to what extent did you discuss character deaths offline before it happened? Were any of you itching to roll a new character or was it purely shock for everyone? I mean, I didn't see it coming. Uh, None. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Bo made it as plain as he could that death was a was a possibility. Um, I definitely knew when I first said Stanley's going to go in there and going to stay in the beam. I definitely knew that there was a good chance he would follow through on that. Um, But there was no point where he came to me and said, hey, if I cause you to need a new character, are you okay with that? Uh, Because the answer would have been no. (laughs) And uh, so that discussion never happened. Uh, I definitely was not itching to roll a new character, but rolling a new character is also very fun. So, you know, I don't hate it either. But yeah, yeah there was no there's no discussion of it prior to it happening. Yeah, I don't think anybody knew anything. I mean, we've all like you said, and and by Bo saying that death is always a possibility, we mean he said that on the outset of the beginning of this thing. Like there will be dungeons before it even started. His statement was, you know, characters die and yours could. So always know that. And we've had some really close calls before. This isn't Hope's first trip to the near-death uh, scenario. And, you know, this time just ended up being the, the end. But, um, yeah, we weren't told. And I wasn't even sure Varel or I were going to do anything more than we did because it didn't seem like our health, our hit points were going to matter so much. It seemed like maybe there's some DM stuff going on that weren't going to let us survive. And I thought maybe all of us were going to die. Um. So instead, we just sort of died in a different way, or I did. I mean, it was kind of a gamble, though, because I know it was Burrell's idea. I mean, the DM can't kill everyone at the same time, right? <laughs> I mean, you could. Well, I, so the way that scenario was set up was that somebody had to be in the beam for sacrifice. I didn't know that all four of you would be in the beam. And you guys decided this. I didn't decide this. So I had to both adhere to the rules that I had set forth, but try to find a way to potentially reward the cleverness of your what is essentially a a gambit that you had no knowledge 
it's not that you would learn something and been like, oh, we can do this and it's safe. You just kind of took a risk mm-hmm. for friendship. You know, everyone goes together. So I just, <laughs> I didn't expect it. And so I had to handle it the way that I did in the moment, which was to have you roll damage and saves and see where that would have left off. Possibly if Hope and Stanley hadn't rolled ones for the city. <laughs> I know. They might also Pretty be alive. Lucky. Yeah, like I mean, it really, my decision really did hinge on doing some napkin math in the moment to decide how I was going to handle this. And then, keeping with Kyle, as of this question, maybe it'll happen between now and when this question gets read. Varel hasn't mourned the loss of his friends at all. Is he just that confident that he can get them back? Or is it just part of his lizard folk mentality that death is just a part of life and not a tragic event? Or something else. Yeah, it would have been different if we had injuries on the characters, because then I think you got to go with what I set up a long time ago, that lizard folk are like, oh, well, they shed their corporeal form and we move on. But they were sitting there uninjured, unaged, unspoiled, and I was okay. So why wouldn't they be? And as today's episode kind of showed, it with no medicine really to show for it, they hadn't shat themselves, so they're fine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's also an an open enlightenment going on where, you know, in the world that you live in, you're aware of gods, but you're kind of in this place where you're being told that you're in a part of the afterlife, you know, which is also got to be shocking to Varel's brain on some level. I think he... The, the real trouble will come when I think the first fight breaks out because he, he assumes this is all a dream. And until any damage is dealt, like this is this is just his nightmare, a city folded on itself. <laughs> the, the acid trip through the astral plane is not hasn't ended yet. No. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. All right, and then question for Bo. Is there something that the party missed or did that you wish you could have stopped? Uh, is there a specific context or just very broadly? I, I think it has to do with the laser. Pretty much everything that came in had to do with the two deaths. Mm, no. no. <laughs> the answer, you know, I'm, I'm happy for to have them do what they would like to do. Uh, most of my inner dialogue might be, did I present things correctly? Did I do everything right? That but do we have, have we ever hosed you out of a moment that you were open for, though? Like somebody, you know decided to go one way and you were like well crap i wrote this stuff for two weeks and now i can't use it or whatever no not really i mean the biggest one that comes to mind is all the options i had for tietkala i presented too many options all at once Mm. so i can't be say like i'm disappointed because they chose what they chose but like there's a part of me that really wanted to have some sort of macabre wedding uh dinner with you know the suck master and and jolt and you know it being tense but i realize that the characters that you're playing are not like the the types to to do that kind of thing as well so that place was like that was like a witcher 3 zone there was a lot Mm -hmm. of npcs with quests in there yeah i threw i threw a lot of options there which is not a bad thing uh so i can't say oh i wish you chose that over that i just know that i had a lot of fun in mind with the you know just maybe the idea that you guys were fish fish out of water and some sort of weird guzzle gang wedding ceremony sure but like uh, witcher we hit the part where we said all right frog heathen and then just quest failed quest failed yeah. <laughs> quest failed <laughs> like, whoa no wait a minute when yeah well there's no quest failed in D. that's 
I mean, that's my take on it. That's for video games. So I'm, I would say the answer is on honestly no, because anything you don't do, like if the players choose something different, you can find a way to get it into later in the game or in another game if those players don't like it that much. It's mm. it's never the end for your ideas, right? Yeah, so, yeah. And then for the party, is there a choice you could have changed? I mean, nope. I'm oh for the party. Super glad that everybody decided to take the beam from a purely selfish standpoint. Um, you know, I think that had it just been Stanley, it would have been, oh, Stanley's dead. The party's on to the rest of the adventure. And I would have been uh, probably grumpy for a week about, about it because, uh, you know, Stanley doesn't make the decisions that John wants to make. John would have thrown literally anyone else into that beam. Uh, <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, good. most likely one of the gnomes. Because <laughs> I want to keep playing Stanley. So I'm like, yeah, go for it. Throw the gnomes in there. Who mm -hmm. cares? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's fine because I am a person playing a game and, and that sounds good to me. Uh, but that wasn't what Stanley would do. So it felt like, well, he has to be there. And by everybody else choosing to be there, I, I think he would have probably fought it. But Varel had what seemed like a real logical, like, look, if it's too, if it might be too much for a person, which is what it was billed as, maybe by having multiple people in there, it'll be uh, survivable. Uh, that made a lot of sense. And deep down, I think Stanley didn't want to die. And I think Stanley liked having family there. So I think that was. Uh, that was a big thing, so I wouldn't change a thing. I've got one, but it would have complicated things further because it was already really tense. Like, what are you doing, Varel? Are you not lizard folk enough to be fang of lizard folk them? But, uh, no, they ate orbs, and I said I was okay with it, but he was crawling with worms, apparently, and <laughs> the whole place went to hell. And I know, I know, like, things were getting so tense because you know, everything was getting called out that I did. For being non-lizard pokey, so saying no, you can't eat him because uh, reasons I made up. Yeah, I wish we'd have taken better care of the Fate Four. If I had a thing I regret, I just feel bad for that car because that tried really hard. Varel tried super hard. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like we couldn't show out of its remain. <laughs> yeah, I mean we couldn't. It, it, maybe ultimately its fate was. You know, it's literally called the Fate Four, and its fate was sealed. But I wanted to i wanted to figure out a way to make that car a huge part of everything we did uh you know in in the way that you know like if you're this is a weird comparison but if you're playing like world of warcraft you have a mount you can summon it and and get rid of it anytime you want and there's a permanence to it that no matter what you do in the game you're not going to lose that mount in this in our scenario it was more like the way skyrim works where you constantly lost your freaking horse or he died all the time <laughs> and I and I and I came I think I've kind of finally come to grips with the fact that we kind of had the Skyrim version of the of a vehicle and it's okay it's all right but I do miss it and I wish you know yeah I don't know I wish it was around more well if you ever get back to earth maybe you'll go find it where you left it could be no yeah. all in pieces yeah <laughs> <laughs> Stanley is part elf is he going to regenerate like Saranthalos but a little bit crazier, or does that not apply to half elves? I can help with an answer if you want. Well, I mean, I can tell you, uh, I know what Bo's probably going to say about it. 
Um, but I will tell you that while I, I don't think that's going to happen or be a thing that we see, and Bo can answer more on that, there is a part of me that that thought about it and like really loved the tragedy behind it. You know, someone doing something very heroic and then all of a sudden they come back and they're not quite themselves and maybe that quality is gone. I'm a big sucker for, you know, be careful what you wish for in storytelling. So as a player, I'd be bummed about it. But like the idea of Stanley having this big heroic moment and then still being around and people being like, yeah, Stanley's still here. He survived it. But now he sucks. Like, I think that would have been actually really tragic and entertaining. But I think, Bo, you can speak more to why Stanley's not regenerating. Yeah. Well, um, for, so for the elves, it's not a rule that at any time that's what happens. It's, it's if their remains aren't resting in a place that's you know a spiritual blanket if you will for the afterlife for an elf so earth sucks earth is in a real bad space it's it's you know under siege by weird demons there's nowhere that's uncorrupted for an elven soul to rest on the planet's surface which is mm. part of why the myth of going to the sky exists because there's a place up there probably for the elves to to rest um what happened to Saranthalas is with this next death, she was shot by Hope's rocket into the beam, <laughs> and the beam tears apart reality itself. So while the, under most scenarios, I think you would restore someone back to life, if they've been if their whole being has been disintegrated, that process of restoration is impossible or would take a very long time. Gotcha. So yeah, so Stanley technically got out of being resurrected as a bad one because he got disintegrated. Oh, well, there we go. We look on the bright side, right? Yeah. Yep. So never, never been so happy I was yeah. disintegrated. Wonderful. <laughs> um, are all of the items the party was holding prior to the light permanently gone? Mm, yep. All but the dragon metal stuff, right? Right, which you did not find on the petitioner corpses, so I don't know where those are. But Varel has the remnants of his artifact, and Nash's heart was his artifact, and he still has it. And um, I think we can all make the guess that it has something to do with the fact that he's still alive in this weird form that he is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A question for Bo. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, but my, my belief is, I don't, I mean, there's no Nash without... The, the, without the heart, I was dead. As dead as everybody else. Mm. One assumes. <laughs> and question for Bo, how long on average every week does it take you to plan and prepare for an episode? I find I can do tons of prep and still end up unprepared. It's not an exact science. So some weeks I spend a lot of time, some weeks I spend less time. It depends how much I have ahead. It, it really varies. But one thing is for certain, from sunup to sundown, I'm thinking about solving the problems of the following week to some degree. Like, I uh, need to probably develop this M Sports scene a little more. So that's something I'll be doing this week. Yeah. And then question for the players. Did returning to Chateau Weir ever feel like an option? It seemed like such a powerful artifact that you never used. I assume it's gone now with all the other physical things you had. 
Uh, I think it was always a problem because of the time skip. Like, I think that yeah. was it yeah. was super powerful. But, you know, when it, it feels like we were always going from one thing that had a time limit to another thing that had a time limit. And so when you throw in the idea of, well, you go there and you spend a night, you come back and it's weeks later. It always seemed like, uh, yeah, we could do it, but are we ready to accept the consequence of that? And that always seemed like a, like a heavy thing. We did send Nobieri through it, right? Yes. So we did make use of it once, and I know we've debated using it many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't spend a full... You spent a full almost 24 hours there, which is where the two weeks went by, and Nobieri wouldn't have spent as long to... Uh, obtain the people of Tietkala in return so that he did because he did spend some time away but reappeared shortly thereafter relatively speaking but yes yeah and then uh for Bo just because of how far we are now in the story and I've been listening from the beginning I'm curious what was your original plan for quiz Quaz? it sounded like you were generally surprised by the team choosing to fight him and you've had him been in the story in a major way, so I was just wondering what was the original goal or plan for him and the team? I just wanted to make a creepy demon. That was the original plan. And then people seemed to like him, and also you know, when you kill demons on the mortal plane, you know, they may go back to where they come from. They don't necessarily die. Uh, so on a human scale, it's easy enough to say, well, they did. We defeated them. You probably won't see them for lifetimes ever manifest again but the hero's journey kind of took them to cross paths with demons more and more and it just feels better uh if you have a character i think that you can that you can bring back if you have a way to bring them back if the characters kind of like them but i don't think they like quiz quaz anymore i think they're done with them <laughs> i think at first I... they really liked them and then now they're just like no they don't like this oh, guy. no no i still love quiz quaz I mean, the players, though, the players like players seem to be like interfacing with them, I think, in some mm-hmm. favorable way. But I think they're all kind of done with the weird period. They want out of their deals and they're not interested in in fulfilling their end of the bargain. I think they feel like they've been swindled. If I had to guess. And that's probably actually the case, too. Yeah, that that feat didn't feel worth it in hindsight. <laughs> well, you never got your artifact. <laughs> Yeah, also oh, true. never never got that one. So mm. it's a, a lot of bum deals in that. Well, it was a deal with the demon after all. So yeah, I guess <laughs> who could have known that it would have gone sour? Yeah, for real did. Well, to be fair, Stanley only took the deal because he was convinced there was no way for us to get out of that pit without demon help. He didn't really take it to get the power. Mm. Fair enough. All to all players, now that Stanley and Hope are dead, do you guys think Tiet Kala has fallen to Andreasta? I mean, yeah, you beat Delapopio, and he was just a contracted agent of her, and you're dead. I feel Katobalpraith is more concerned with getting your souls than saving your lands, so he probably isn't holding her back anymore. Just wondering what the players think, because I know Bo can't answer this yet. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. know if I want to give my answer. Oh, on what? The no chance that Stanley ever comes back. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't why? Know if I Can... want to reveal what Stanley would think of that. Really? Yeah. Oh, now I want to know. 
I don't I haven't really thought about it. Um yeah, I don't know. I have never I haven't really given it any thought. Like I've been so wrapped up in what the hell is this place and what am I doing in this weird floating heart and like it's so taken over everything. I've barely have a thought for the the wife and kid. Yeah. So well, Dolopopia was contracted to remove hope effectively from leadership in order to pave the way for her, um, you know, uh, to take her payment essentially from the killing of Caffelli. And the reason that hope needs to die is because hope is protected by Catobal Price through agreement and that's being fought in the Weir Courts. But if she's dead, then there's nothing stopping, you know, Dolopopio from from uh, fulfilling Andriesta's contract, except Dolopopio was defeated. So whatever you want to take from that, Hope was defeated, but Dolopopio was also defeated. So hmm. the rest is a mystery, but that's sort of where the pieces are and that ended. I mean, Stanley and Hope are resurrected. I'm super excited to see how it goes because I like to imagine it's a return to Earth. But you don't, is it moments before the light killed them or is it decades after? Yeah. And you see the remnants of what happened. Um, and then we have yeah. this one. Varel survived the light because Grojil sacrificed itself. But Nash just survived due to his dragon heart. Is Nash functionally immortal and could he have stayed in the light alone and survived? Oh, that's a great question. Bo? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the really deeper question is I think the deeper question to contemplate is is who is Nash? What is Nash? Mm. I mean, is he a dude with a dragon metal heart in it or is he a dragon metal heart with some dude in it? <laughs> well, that answers nothing, but I'm into it. I like it. Whatever that means. But I would say that this reader's observations are, are correct in the sense that there's something strange going on with, with Nash. Yeah, I don't want to... Hmm. I always assumed that I was as killable as anybody. But maybe this is a... Maybe we You're are... definitely not immortal. Okay. But even the gods can die. Yeah, true. Ooh. Uh, what would have happened if Varel had forced Quizquaz into the light? Well, they needed a sacrifice. Uh, nobody might have died had they got him in there successfully. I think Quizquaz would have been a powerful enough being to to shield that planet from the explosion, uh, destroying ultimately destroying the planet. I think Quizquaz would have served. Just a guess. Now, would it have to have been a pure soul to do it, or could it have been... Evil, just as long as it was powerful. I don't think the alignment of the soul was necessary. Gotcha. It was more of a powerful. Uh, it was more on the scale of powerful. You guys are level nine beings now. Yeah. You have resilient and strong souls. I got a really strong index finger hanging out of a ventricle right now. <laughs> I'm excited to see how the rest of the body grows. I am, I am, but I'm not at the same time. I'm nervous about it. If, okay, so this is back to the key to the weir. Would the key to the weir work in Sigil? Well, since it was 
school since it isn't blocked by the principal? That's a good question. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I guess you'd have to try it and find out if the principal's powers carry over. If only we had it. Yeah. Where was it? Destroyed in the beam. Yeah, but with all with, our other stuff. But was in your. I guess it doesn't matter whose bags they were in. Yeah. Bags are Hold gone. Down. Everything was destroyed but the dragon metal artifacts. And, and me, which basically I'm one of those anyway. Your heart is a dragon metal artifact. The guns were a dragon metal artifact. Grosjil's item, or Kyle's item, is not a dragon metal artifact. Right. So he still has it broken in his chest, but it's destroyed. Oh, geez. So could he effectively pull it out of his chest now? Or is that thing just stuck in there? Frail offered today to remove it. Oh, that's right. I thought she was talking so about his it was kind of, feelings. It was kind of when he had woken up, it was kind of burst open from his chest. I love that. It was burst open from his chest like an egg and covered him like a membrane uh, through his traversal of the astral sea. Mm-hmm. And then are Hope and Stanley's souls damned since they died before the deal was completed with Kotobo Praith? It's confirmed today, yes, right? Mm. Are Hope and Stanley's souls damned since they died before the deal was completed? Mm, I don't know if damned is the right word, but they are promised. They're promised. Well, they sign their souls away. Now that they died, the souls go to... Right, they're, the ass- the deal with. they're assigned. Yeah. The product hasn't been delivered. Is there a the is there a time limit on that? It's in Varel's possession, although now it's in Kidigree's possession. Mm. Yeah, trickster. Yeah, sure, it's safe, right, Squirts? Oh yeah, it's totally safe. Yeah, these bird <laughs> these birds have been very trustworthy so far. So yeah, give it to another bird. One thing I will say is a hint, just because it occurs to me for Varel, is that. Grosjil had the moniker of the God Killer. I wonder if you would find out who that God was. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. Since Hope didn't have any direct heirs, who will take the throne of her kingdom or will the houses degrade into battling over it? Uh, Sorry. I mean, you set up people in your place to run the kingdom in your absence, right? Yeah, the triumvirate. They don't even know you're gone unless a bunch of time has passed. I think Nobiaria would have filled them in after you. Oh, okay. I was going to say, we're still just sort of missing. Yeah, that's true, because we don't know how much time would have passed on Earth. Yeah. I I think maybe Melgor's, uh, you know. In charge. Counting down the days. Oh. He's upset that he didn't have a say in this. Yeah. Oh. Queen must do what a queen must do sometimes. Right. Whatever happened to the data core Stanley was given to return to the elves? I gave it to the elven scoutmaster before we left to go chase the people who uh, took the people from Dust Hill. Um, <laughs> I think his name was Zeranthalas or something like that. Uh, uh, I don't. Oh, I got to really dig up that name. I I, s- I have a note that says Zeranthalas around that time, but I didn't write why I wrote that name down. So it's that's been a as, while. That's as close as I got. Anyway, he was a scoutmaster in Dust Hill. He had it. 
right. And what does uh, this death mean for Hope Steele regarding her parents? Uh, well, if I recall correctly, um, her mother was being held as part of as part of an incentive for you to, you know, take the deal, kill the principal, make sure the the your mother's soul, the petitioner of her, is kept somewhere safe instead of in eternal torment. So, assuming you fail and die, then well eternal torment for your mother it is who knows where your father is yeah mm, and then kyle if you can hear this uh do you still have any plans on multi-classing as a paladin especially since varel has now entered this new journey of life or death i i think yes i made it <laughs> paladin no probably not uh paladins actually the problem here is that they're all their powers based on their paladin level for the good stuff like healing and smiting that I'd want to be doing. So in the end, like as much as there isn't that much to barbarian, except for those sweet brutal, brutal criticals that I caused while eating Dolopopio's brain. Really? It's just better to stay invested. Paladin wouldn't really give me a lot in a multi-class setting. I, I like the term brutal, by the way. It's a good term. Brutical is a good word. Yeah, it is. It's a good transformer. Yeah, it's <laughs> brutical. Roll out, brutical. Okay, Optimus. Anyway, hey, there's your uh, there's your bonus show, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we love doing these, and your questions are awesome. But we can't do these without your questions, so please keep them rolling in. You can do them on the Discord if you're not a member of that yet. You can find it at therewillbedungeons.com. It's linked right there. And if you would rather send them in via email, all that stuff's fine. Just use the contact page on the site. Super easy to get them in. We'd love to have them uh, for the next time we do one of these, which will be in about 30 days. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. Thank you all for being here and listening. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.